Coming up on episode 78 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are tackling five truths about manifestation. After we run through those, Rusty shares a manifestation success story about uh, his recent visit to an Atlanta Braves game. We talk about Bitcoin mining and the cost of electricity in Europe. And then we spend a few minutes discussing if it's possible to manifest a specific person. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How expensive will it be to mine Bitcoin in Europe when the cost of electricity is like $1,000 per kilowatt hour? It just depends. Is the Bitcoin worth a billion dollars at that point? May, <laughs> may still be worth it. Is that what you're telling me? I have no idea. Jesus. There's a, so it's called a hash rate. Uh-huh. And there's you can type in Google hash rate calculator and type in how much electricity it is, what machine you've got, and it will tell you what your it you you put what your hash rate is, what the electricity cost is, and it'll tell you how much money you're gonna make. Per mining unit. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Cause your hash rate is the power of your computer. Mm-hmm. And then it it also knows how much electricity you're going to use based on that hash rate. So it all works out. Pretty interesting. It is really. It's pretty cool until it's not. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Everything is like that. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Today, we're continuing our trend on topics that I'm pulling directly from vidIQ, which is uh, has this daily idea chart, which kind of says, hey, these are some topics that we think will trend. And I'm just picking out some that I think um, will do well, others that I think are interesting. And this is one that I think is interesting and a topic that um, is worthy of discussed. Discussed? Worthy of discussion. Edit that out, Matt. Worthy of discussion and the topic today is the honest truth about manifestation and i have i have five of them once we get to the end of the five um feel free rusty if if there's anything that i left out or anything i'm missing to you know throw in one that you think is a truth and i think topics like these are important because a lot of people will tell you i don't know it seems like there's a lot of content in there on how to do it but at like honest discussion about what it takes or whatever. Like, I, I don't know how often I see that. So here's, here's the first honest truth about manifestation. You've always been manifesting from day one. You just haven't been paying attention. So now that you're aware of it, pay attention to your morning mindset, you know, how you wake up and how you attack the day will determine how the rest of your day goes. But then also, too, um, thoughts on relationships, thoughts on occupations. Um, You know, your thoughts on everything determine what you're attracting into your life. Uh, But how many people, I just think a lot of people don't know that they're manifesting now and that the life that they're in is something that they've been manifesting for a long time. Yeah, man. And it's just the 
massive amount of programming. You got to look at every aspect of your life. You've got to look at what you're watching, what you're consuming, who you're hanging around, uh, what you think about the people that you hang around, what you think about what they think about you, <laughs> which is because it's just like a, uh, you know, you're basically getting an echo chamber back of what you truly think inside and how you feel about every situation. And so it's even when getting rid of something from your life, but you're still harping on it, then it just brings another exact same situation. in. maybe it's not, you know, the same person, or maybe it's not the same situation exactly, but it gives you that same feeling. So it just keeps coming and repeating in your life. And once you're able to change the way that you think about it, or if you feel like you're the guilty party or you're feeling shame over something that it's just going to keep hitting you with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I had written down that, you know, you have to choose whether or not you want to focus on the good or the bad. Um, and I think up until the moment where you wake up to the fact that you're a manifestation powerhouse, it's, it's much easier to focus on the bad. Everyone around you is probably focusing on the bad, but once you can turn your focus to the good, that's when you can really make some some real changes in your life. And, you know, it's I think it's important to do that, to move your focus from good to bad and keep it there as long as you can. You know, uh, personally, um, I, I think that me and Matt, uh, and, you know, I don't know, I always, always try to figure out, you know, is it uh, just the both the way that we were or is it the, just the way that I was? And so Matt was reflecting that back to me or vice versa. Right. I, me and Matt used to have conversations every day complaining about situations in our life or complaining about little bitty things. And we would just laugh and just really absorb the negativity of every conversation. And we would take it to the next level. Why this is stupid, why this isn't working for us. And it was just kind of like our, our daily game. And it was just a constant, constant repeating of that, mm -hmm. those situations. And now, you know, the conversations that me and Matt have, we never just harp on things that we don't like. That's not what we focus on anymore. And it used to be just, I would say it was the biggest part of our life, honestly. I mean, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun going back and forth, but... <laughs> Definitely not the most constructive use of, of our time. And I'm glad, I mean, part of me misses it, but I like <laughs> our conversations now a lot more. Right. Second, second truth of manifestation. You have, I mean, you just, you have to overcome a lifetime of limiting beliefs. And I also have a side note here. I think the older you are, the harder it is. And you have to be really honest with yourself, like it or not, most of your thoughts, probably 99% of them are not original thoughts. They've come from somewhere else. Where they've come from is um, up to you. It's probably been television. It's probably been parents, family members. But, you know, I, well, the majority of your thought is habitual thought, where it's just something you've been doing for a long time or something that someone else was doing for a long time and they taught you. And it's, it's gotten you here and you got to overcome all that to get where you want to go. I mean, it's like, <clears throat> you've got to think about 
who the person is that you're talking to, where they learn the information that they're talking to you about, what their lifestyle is, is the principles that they're telling you to follow, where did it get them to, and is that where you want to be? I mean, it's just so deep in, you know, how much time that you can spend just uncovering who you are and why you're in the situation that you're in and why people around you are in that situation or you're attracting other people that are in similar situations. And, you know, you don't want to be as you as you change, as you raise your vibration, as you change your surroundings, your circumstances, etc. You're not going to want to be around these same people or you're not going to want to talk about the same thing. So you may lose friends or you may lose, um, you know, a situation that you thought you liked because it was just something that you were creating. And it's okay. It's right. Part of, I mean, part of upgrading everything is getting rid of what you used to have. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully every time you bought a car, you haven't kept the old one, you know, right. the, here in Arkansas. I mean, there are a lot of people that do that, but <laughs> for the most part, you get rid of it. You know, you upgrade your phone, you, you get rid of the old one. And I think lifestyle is the same thing. Once, once you start upgrading, you got to let go of that other stuff immediately. Cause if you don't, it just, it pulls you back in, you know, mm-hmm. old habits pull you back in because it's programmed. You're supposed to be doing that, or at least you were. We ready for the third one? Let's roll. Third truth about manifestation. Number three, you should start small. And I'm, I'm going to call this baby manifestation, or as Rusty likes to call it, baby manny. There's, I think there's a, um, there's like this strong urge once you realize that you have all the power in the universe to set your sights as high as possible and, you know, manifest this world changing event that, you know, feeds everybody in truth, I think it makes more sense to start small and manifest something tiny to show you that you can actually do it. Now I'm not saying don't have big goals. Everyone should have big goals you're striving for. But maybe that big goal is out there and you have these little goals that you accomplish that show you that what you want can actually come to you through your actions. Right. Yeah. Just just embracing the process and understanding that what you want is coming. The things that you're trying to do um, when you're when you start getting wins. I mean, everybody likes to get a win on something. And once you start seeing those wins take place, then you're more accepting of a bigger win, bigger win, bigger win, bigger win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's like the, um, I mean, it's like a sports team almost because you're working towards a, a goal and, but you want those, those wins before you get the big win. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's the only way that you're getting there. So, uh, you know, this goes back to manifest a, a specific car color, or uh, manifest finding $20 or getting $20 uh, for no reason, um, and then work your way up to the 10,000, the million, whatever it is, and start you know, 
just with something that you think is achievable because you can't feel that you like you can have the 10,000 until you can feel like you can find the hundred or the 200 or the, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a stair step for sure. And, uh, you know, if you feel like you live in abundance, abundance will surround you. And it's, it's so true. And it, it will just, it will be in every part of your life. And sometimes that's not the best thing. So, cause mm-hmm. you're living in abundance. Um, you could have an abundance of, things that you don't like uh, sometimes. So be specific about what you want as well and make sure to give time and focus to those things. You know, I was thinking there's a reason why Neville started with the ladder method, you know, because mm-hmm. it was easy. Right. And in the same way, I was listening to a podcast and this guy was talking about, he started uh, keeping this manifestation journal because he wanted to manifest more money but he also wanted to pay attention to when good things were happening to him and things that Mm -hmm. he would write down would be stuff like, you know, someone bought me, um, lunch today, you know, average lunch is 20 bucks. That's, I mean, technically you've manifested some money. So, you know, be on the lookout for savings, you know, like, uh, finding a coupon for something that you were going to buy at the store. Seems weird. But still, I mean, it's in some way, shape or form, it's a manifestation and more money in your pocket that you didn't have before. A coupon. A coupon. Coupon. Have you ever used a, have you ever used a coupon? Clip one. Uh, uh, when I was maybe like seven. Uh-huh. When they came in the, when they would come in the, um, uh, you know, the newspaper on Sunday and there would be tons of them. Yeah. Like if there was a new kind of toothpaste, I could be like, mom, I want to get this new toothpaste, you know, your love of toothpaste started that early, but no, I'm, I do, I do, I get coupons from, uh, like Dick's sporting goods Mm -hmm. and it's like $10 and I'll, uh, tell them at the register that I got it in the mail and they can see it. So, Okay, I can see that. I'm uh, always, I'm embarrassed to use coupons. Oh, really? Yeah. Like something, like gift cards too. I'm just like, I can't use it. Carrie, you use it. Gift cards? Yeah. Don't ask me why. I don't know, yeah. It's a a limiting belief. Apparently. Four. You know what? Should we? Should I tell a small manifestation story real quick that actually happened yesterday? Um, yes. This podcast <laughs> is about manifesting, so. Okay, so this is Seems a really perfect. good one, uh, and the reason why it's so good is Matt. How much do I like sports? Um, zero. I mean, on a scale from one to a hundred, maybe a ten, right? So here's the thing is I have a friend that enjoys the Braves games. It's fun to go to the stadium here. It's an awesome stadium. The experience of the stadium is better than the game itself to me by far, you Mm -hmm. know, but getting to be in the action behind the players, seeing the, seeing them play is definitely different than watching it on TV. Although, 
TV probably shows it at a better angle, right? Because you can see all the best angles when you're watching well, it on TV. Well, your seats were behind home plate, right? Well, hold on. Okay. Hold on. So, so here's the deal. So first start going and we have pretty good seats. Uh, we're like behind third base. Okay. So we're in the, uh, what is it? The dugout of the opposing team. Okay. Right. So we're sitting there and there's these seats that are green. And I was like, man, I think we want to sit in those seats because the seats that you're sitting in are uncomfortable. They're you made, made of hard plastic, not very comfortable seat. Then we go to the next game. And in that next game, we're in better seats behind first plate, maybe a little bit past it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a uh, lounge. And you go down in the lounge and there's a bathroom down there and there is uh, some, you know, free popcorn, ice cream, things like that. But you still have the stand, like the normal stand, concession stand where you can go up and buy stuff at it. And, Mm -hmm. you you know, it's normal prices, that kind of thing. And so I'm like, man, this is sweet. I'm wondering how sweet it is to sit in those green chairs, though. Keep in mind, I am making zero effort to get to those green seats because this is not even on the list of any focus, right? I mean, I know I'm going to the green seats. I don't know when, don't know how. It has nothing to do with me. Don't care, right? And these these are multiple games over over time, right? Like the first game you were at third base. Next game you're behind first base with your own access to a bathroom. Okay. Right. Fast so, forward. So then um, my friend tells me, Tim, about a month ago, hey, uh, I got his tickets. Uh, somebody gave me tickets for the uh, behind uh, home plate. I was like, that's the green seats, isn't it? I was like, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, and it comes with access to the Delta Sky Lounge. And so we get there yesterday and the guy, the usher or whatever they call it, he's telling us, he's like, once you step down this step, I'm below you at that point. We are, you are a VIP. Once you step on that step, you're going to (laughs) forget about me even existing. Once you step down this step, you know, and we go down there and it's unbelievable. Right. I mean, just, they've got tons of food, all this stuff. But the whole point is, is this was all manifested. I did completely nothing, wasn't focused on it. It was a goal. It wasn't even a written goal. It was just a goal, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it was not a primary goal. So I thought I was kind of pretty much done, right? I mean, we could, of course, get the tickets and go every game, but I don't really want to do that. I have no desire to do that. But they have, which I didn't know because mm-hmm. I I've never been in the green seat area, but there is a another lounge up that I was not aware of. Oh, so at the bottom of the green seats, cause see, we didn't specify. We just said green seats. Mm-hmm. So now I know that there's, so I, now I want to go to the bottom green seats and go to the truest park lounge, which is the highest end lounge there. But anyway, Sweet. 
point is manifested the seats no question about it no uh my tim doesn't tim agrees it's a manifestation everyone's in agreement on it boom we did nothing i can't wait to see that next upgrade i know i know fourth truth about manifestation it takes a singular focus and I don't think that's very easy. And the reason why it's not easy is there are a million things that you'd rather be doing. There are a million habits that you already have built in. There's a million thoughts that already take up most of your time. So shoving all that aside to create some new habits to start building towards your new dreams is it's going to be difficult. But you can do it. I, do, I just think you have to spend time figuring out the best way to focus on what you want and make that the one thing you're working towards. And you gotta, you gotta let go of everything else. You know, I think that the singular focus, uh, takes a lot of faith. Okay. Because if you are wanting to do something and you can't let go of something else that may be preventing you from being able to do this other thing. It's because you don't have faith in the process. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, I think that that goes into the singular focus because you're splitting your energy on everything that you do. Now, but that is not to say don't live in the moment, don't enjoy your life, don't. The thing is, is you have to enjoy now because nothing is guaranteed ever, right? Mm -hmm. And so enjoying your life now is really the most important thing because you're not living in the future and you're not living in the past. And so while having that singular focus, you should also make it something that you enjoy doing that you're focused on. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Maybe, because you know, if you, if you focus on something you love, it's going to be easier to focus on it. Right. It's like, fi- what's it the, what's the saying that you always heard? And it's like, find a hobby and that you, what is it that you get paid doing or something? And you'll never work uh, a you, day you, in your life or something. And I'm just like, right. And you always heard that. And you're like, nah. ready fifth truth about manifestation manifestation takes work and here's what i mean by that i think you can you can visualize uh some people like to say experience you know you can use the law of assumption to get lost in the feeling of what you want you can write down your goals you can read them every day and then you can let it all go But at some point, you're going to have to move and act. And I think sometimes people get confused where the universe is going to take care of it. But at some point, the universe expects you to take care of it as well. Inspired action. And the thing is, is is the process of getting to the point where you're able to agree that you're manifesting the things that you want, that you're in control of your life, that there's no one else to blame outside of you. That takes a lot of work. It really yeah. does. 
that's work in itself because, um, you know, as, as, as time goes on now, Matt and I are evolving. We're changing. We're thinking differently about the things that are in our life and the things that we want to do, not because of anything, but we feel differently about how things are and the way that things operate. And we're just not subscribed to the same things that we were. And so working on removing those things from our life has been a huge undertaking and just changing your thoughts is so much work. I mean, it really Mm -hmm. is because once you start monitoring them, you're like, what am I, wait, why am I sitting here down this path thinking about something that's going to happen three months from now that I don't want to happen? Why would I ever do that? What would that, it comes creeping back in so easy too. And it's it's almost like a phone call from an old friend and you're like, Oh, hey, negative thoughts. Yeah. I remember what this is all about. Yeah, I can get lost in this for a little bit. And you know what? I can play the victim mm-hmm. and you know, feel sorry for myself and use that as an excuse to not communicate, uh, not answer the phone not do anything because I'm taking a day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I do it all the time. Well, not all the time, but I fight it off a yeah. bunch, you know? And it's, I don't, it just, it gets easier to quiet the, that voice, but that voice is, I think it's always there. What about, uh, I remember talking to you probably a year and a half ago and, we were, we were saying that we can't, we literally can't talk to anybody in our family about any type of issue in our life or any of our friends because they're, they're literally going to be like, you, you, but you said that you're your mm-hmm. own, only enemy. And, and it's like, that's, that's how we are now. I mean, we feel like, so it made us mentally stronger for one. For two, it relieves stress from you because you're not looking for something to change on the outside to make the situation better. You're constantly seeing mm-hmm. that it's your thought patterns that are making up the problem in itself. And so many problems that we have are actually not even problems. They're just the way that you think about it is what is actually making it a problem. So if it's a big project at work, you're sitting there thinking, man, I hate doing this, man, this is horrible. And it's like, the thing is, is that time will pass no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. And so letting go of those negative thoughts around that big project or that uh, whatever situation, going to uh, a family Christmas or going to do something that is you know, seems like a monumental thing that's, that's coming up. That's negative in your life. You, it's just what you're thinking about it. That's what's making it negative. You can let go of all of that and enjoy it. Or you can think negative about it up until that event. That's what I'm, that's really the big thing. And once you can, once you come to that realization, you're in complete control. 100% at all times. Pop-up question, Rusty. 
can you manifest a specific person or an SP as it's abbreviated for in uh, on YouTube? Like, there's a lot of content out there about manifesting a phone call from this person or manifesting a text from your ex or whatever. But do you do you believe it's really possible? So I know it's possible uh, because of the relationship that I'm in with my wife and how we came to meet and all that kind of stuff. But that's been so long ago. Wasn't into manifesting at the time. Was manifesting. Didn't know it. Right. Mm-hmm. However, newest story is when I moved to my new house, my neighbors on each side are better than what I could have asked for. And one of my goals about my new home was to have great neighbors. Manifested. Boom. Specific person manifested done. But all my friends, everyone in my life, I feel like is a manifested specific person just for me. And here's the thing. And for them. Yeah. Were your neighbors good before you moved in? Or did they just wake up good that day because you were in the neighborhood? <laughs> That's, uh, I think they've been good the whole time, but I don't know. Mm. Mm. It's a question for another time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great today.